Welcome to Best Friend Simulator, a quality hangout in podcast form with your simulated best friends, Josh and Dennis. I'm talking like eight hours here, Dennis. Eight hours of what? Eight hours of fucking hiccups spread out over How? like a like a twelve hour period. What are you, Josh? What are you, a child? What, uh, uh, what kind? Of, what adult? What adult hiccups for eight hours? And th- now this was two days ago. You want to know the funny thing? I still can't take a deep breath because I think my diaphragm got all fucked up. How are you going to explain that to anybody? Oh, my chest hurts. I hiccup for eight hours. Oh, get the bad hiccups. I'm an idiot. You are an idiot. Only an idiot would get hiccups. Idiot is as idiot does. <laughs> Were you drinking? Were you like a cartoon drunk? Is that yeah, what was, I was happening? Yeah, I was drinking with the pink elephant, and I was a mouse. Did you at any point sing how dry I am? No. You know, the interesting thing is that you don't have hallucinations from drinking, but you get hallucinations from DTs. Oh, all right. Hey, welcome to Best Friend Simulator. No, Dennis, where those we cartoons throw out, were wrong, is what I'm saying. Where we throw out facts. Welcome to FactsCast. Oh, here's some more facts. Cats don't always land on their feet. Hey, here's another fact. The average male penis size is... No, I'm not going to do that. Why is that where my brain went, Dennis? Because you are, again, a child. Yeah. Well you, well, you know why, Dennis. No, why, Josh? This is Best Friend Simulator After Dark. That's oh. right. <laughs> this, <laughs> is, this is special Friday night edition. Late night. That's why I'm talking about the penis. Late night. For people up late. Stay up late. Say a dirty word. <laughs> Talk about your hiccups. And other risque topics. When I said diaphragm, I meant the one that goes into the you-know-what. No, I can't take it anymore. (laughs) Goes into the you-know-what. Is it that... I'm sorry, the the vulva. (sighs) Best friend simulator after dark. See, here's the thing. I was going to stop sighing all the time, but you've pulled me back in. You gonna stop popping those peas too? I promise nothing. I promise nothing. <sighs> Josh, uh, Josh texted me the other day and said, "Oh, spending twenty minutes fixing all your plosives, which is the sound that happens when you pop peas." Just some, um, you know, in, insider re- recording jargon. And I responded saying, I don't care. Yeah, because you don't have to fucking edit it. Hey, hey, you hey. You just show hey, up and look, look pretty. I write, I look pretty. I write all the material. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, you really want to take the... Uh, I got this... You want to uh, put your John Hancock on that? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm the one who uh, greenlights you saying penis every five <laughs> minutes because it's hee-hee funny. Also, Hancock. When you... <laughs> When you go to work, do you uh, do you talk to your coworkers and do you say, oh, guys, 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 you should uh, check out a new episode? I say, uh, I say, penis. 
No, I, I don't want my coworkers to know that this is a thing. I haven't mentioned it to anybody at work. Um, why? Will they listen to it or will they just ask you questions? What is the fear? Well, I don't want to answer questions about it. That's first and foremost. But also, I don't want them to know what I'm really like. They think I'm... What do they think you're... I don't know. Quiet, nice, Josh. Which is a part of me. They think you're nice? Yeah. Best friend simulator after dark. Shit gets dangerous. BFS 911. So he says, we says, hey, let's do a Friday night, forgetting that I live in a stupid, dumb, busy neighborhood and people were outside earlier screaming and I had to scream at them to shut up. And then if you didn't think I was a grumpy old man, well, it turns out I am. So, Josh, how did you get rid of your eight hours of hiccups? I went to bed and laid in bed hiccuping for an indeterminable amount of time. And I eventually got so fed up that I just held my breath for as long as I could until I felt like I was going to pass out and the hiccups stopped or I passed out. You can't remember what happened first? No, I think the hiccups stopped. Okay, why didn't you try that seven hours ago or prior? I did. I tried everything in the book. I did my the trick that works for me most of the time, which is swallowing like a teaspoon full of sugar as dry as possible. Did that. Didn't work. Drank out of the glass on the, the opposite side. I plugged up my whoa, whoa, ears. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. What? Wait, wait. What? 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 You, Drank you, out of the glass on the other the side, like like in death. Like what? Like you, like you died. You went to the other side, and then you drank a glass of water. Yeah, Dennis. You you know what they say? If you have hiccups for more than seven and three quarters of an hour, three quarters is is a, t- a measurement of time. Also, yeah, you pass away. Or you have to die and then drink water and then come back like flatliners wasn't that the wasn't the the plot of flatliners that they had the hiccups too long yeah steve bacon had the hiccups really bad god damn you you know it's kevin bacon you piece of shit and then demi moron eh? was (laughs) was demi moron that yeah yeah, is that, I don't fucking know, but you really zinged her with that Demi that moron. Do you think anybody ever called her that? Is that your I, garbage pail kid card of her? I hope not. That would be a rude thing to say to somebody. I don't. Would I don't, you I explain don't. how? Would you explain how you drink from the other side of the glass? Yeah, you hold the glass in front of you, and instead of bringing it up to your lips the way you normally do, you go over to that opposite side of it. You drink from the far side, which means you have to tip your head down forward. It's supposed to, like, do something with your diaphragm or some shit. What? Where the fuck did you read this bullcrap from? You never heard that of that That don't even one? make any goddamn sense. No. Okay, fine. That's how, you, that's how you fucking choke to death. Is this how you want to ruin this friendship is by killing yourself over some cockamamie home remedy shit? Well, it didn't work. Are you happy? Yeah, because it sounded like it would have killed you. And then I read in this other thing where you're supposed to stick a thumbtack in your eye and then cough four times. Yo, if that would have stopped the hiccups, I probably would have done it. This reminds me of the time when I had an earache and my aunt made me stick a fucking half onion on my ear when I went to bed. (laughs) Woke up smelling like a hoagie. 
woke up smelling like a, did I tell this story on the podcast? Already? I think Probably. you did. I woke up smelling like a goddamn hoagie and I had a fucking earache. <laughs> Jackass. You got that fucking onion ear. Fucking idiots. My grandfather just got like those home home remedies, time life home remedies, giant ass books. Fucking ear. Give a kid a half an onion. Your aunt should be in prison now your, for that. Stick, stick it up your goddamn ass. Demi moron. This is how you end up with fucking kids not getting vaccinations and shit. That's cool. I got an onion at home. Good. Hey, look, if I wanted my kid not to have measles, I'd give him an onion and shove, shove it up his ass. That's a little weird. Shoving an onion up a child's ass? Don't don't say that again, please. All right. Uh, what's been going on in Seattle? Oh, you know, Seattle stuff. I've been working and having the hiccups. That's that's it. All right, Josh. Well, we uh, have a special <laughs> update on this, our 40th episode. Best Friend Simulator turns 40, just like the best friends. 41. But the update is... You know, I'm older wait, than you. Wait, you're 41? Right? Yeah, I'm older than you. Oh, crap. Well, next episode will be your episode. This is my episode. Anyway, Hi. shut up. You have an up... <laughs> God damn you. You have an update for us. We, were su- we many episodes ago, had a plan... Ago. Many moons ago. Had a plan to like one moon. make... Love. Do you understand... Do you understand how? The I got you. Look, moon, look, you're laughing. How, I'm gonna shove an onion up your ass if you don't shut up. Do you understand how the moon works? Many moons ago, we had a plan to meet new friends and come back here today and talk about it. So That's I right. understand you have a very special update. I do. So I I mentioned on that episode one moon ago. That I was riding my bicycle one morning and I passed mm-hmm. a group of people and thought to myself, that looks like a group of people I should be riding with. So I figured out what what Sean, what made you think that was a group of people you should be riding with? We talked about this. Josh, people don't listen to every episode. They're busy. Well, they should. Um, they they weren't like a bunch of lycra clad Power Ranger looking cyclists. Okay. They were wearing normal clothes. They had, you know, the, the kind of the style of bike that I, I ride. A more comfortable bike. They had a bunch of like bags and baskets and whatnot. And that, that's the route I go. People with bags. Those are your people. I mean, th- yeah. But you, okay. I, it would take too long to explain. But I, I found out that this group was actually like a group ride organized by a company based out of Seattle called Swift Industries who make bicycle bags, panniers, saddlebags, handlebar bags, frame bags, all that stuff. So they had free but, bags. What's that? So they had free bags from your sponsor? No. Okay, so uh, tell us about how you met up with them. So I found online on, on the Instagram uh, that this is terrible. I hate you. Is this? No, I love it. Is this revenge? Because I said making love. And no, because you said you said balls or whatever you said earlier in the episode. I didn't say balls. You said penis earlier in the episode. Come on, tell us your story. I have a hard enough time out. telling a story. Come on. I want to find out how you're going to replace me. Come on. Okay. 
I saw they posted something about it on Instagram. Found out first Saturday of every month they're going to be doing these rides. So last week was the first Saturday of the month. I went and joined the ride. Nice. Did you get to chat with anybody? I did, as a matter of fact. Well, I initially got there and felt super uncomfortable and weird. Uh, so Understandably. I drank coffee and ate a cookie really fast, awkwardly. And then I went and stood outside and people were all chatting and I was standing there by myself, by my bike. And then I was like, okay, I can't stand here. So I approached the nearest group of people and said, hey, my name's Josh. I should probably come over and talk to you instead of standing there like some kind of weirdo. And then I got- And what did they say? They laughed, introduced themselves. We talked a little bit. Did anybody give you a wedgie? No. Well, that's good. That's a promising start. Nobody uh, stuck a- a stick into my spokes while I was riding. Nobody shoved me, hit me. Nobody called me Demi Moron. That's nice. But... Did you get any... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, there are two very important things that happened on the ride. Okay. One was I rode alongside of a, a nice fella by the name of Don, who is a recent transplant from Chicago. Okay. Um, and we got to chatting, and I got his number, and we're going to go on a ride together sometime soon. What? Look at you. I'm so proud of you. Not only that, I had conversations with multiple people. Talked to somebody about Bigfoot for a while, even. Nice. Did you um, tell them we do a podcast? I did mention a podcast, yeah. I didn't say the name what? of it or anything. Oh, buddy. How are we going to get listeners if you're not telling these new people about our podcast? It's fine. But the thing is, I, sp I talked to some people. Uh, one guy and I even switched bikes for a while. Is that a thing that people do? Bikes. Yeah. Huh. What kind of bike did he have? Was it like a like, super cool bike? Actually, yeah. He had a, a cool cargo bike conversion. Mm. What if it was like a bike with a banana seat and it was real shitty? And he's like, hey, we should switch for a little bit. And you switched and he rode your bike away. Would you be upset? I, yeah, I would be upset, Dennis. Okay. Just I, I would be. I would good be, to know. I'd be a bit miffed. Ah, good to know. Good to know. But anyway, uh, so I'm going to go on the next ride again next month. And Are you going gonna to try to hang out with Don before then? Yeah, I was going to actually get in touch with them. I found out that there's a, a business park to the south of Seattle that has a really shitty imitation Stonehenge made out of bricks. <laughs> so okay. on a ride down there, it would be, you know, like a like a 25 mile round trip ride or something if I went down that way. So I was going to do that this weekend. And that's actually what I talked to Don about doing. But it looks like it's going to be raining all weekend. So maybe next week. I thought you were going to say that Don invited you to hang out at a business park. Yeah. And then I was going to say that Don was definitely trying to mug you. <laughs> yeah. Bring all of your hey, jewelry. <laughs> you should come meet me at this business park. I don't know. Say 11, 1130 p.m. <laughs> bring all of your rings. Bring, bring, bring. Josh's phone. Bring. Oh, uh, Hello. This is Josh. Hey, Josh, it's me, your new friend, Don. Oh, Don. Listen, remember we talked about how you had all that cash lying around? I have oh, an yeah. excellent opportunity for you. Just meet me at the business park. <laughs> Sounds like, wait, didn't you say you're from Chicago? End scene. <laughs> so, that was the, the first important thing I felt like I needed to mention. Okay. And then there's the second which is, it, I guess, makes it kind of counterintuitive that I did make friends, which was I have a little uh, a little 
cycling computer, little simple thing that tracks your miles and stuff. And yes. in the middle of the ride, I happened to look down and saw that I was at 69 miles for the week and said out loud, nice. So let me ask you a question. Are you happy with the persona that you're bringing to this podcast? <laughs> I'm amused you, by it. You've established yourself as a perpetual 12-year-old boy. I mean, as somebody who has known me since I was a 12-year-old, I'm kind of, it's kind of true. It's true. Look, Dennis. I just wanted I'm, to know. This is a part of me. There's other know, parts but of I me. Think, I thought that was the part that we were going to keep under wraps. I contain multitudes, Dennis. Oh, shit. You're like a universe. Ah, ah, prayer hands. Uh, prayer hands. Namaste. Prayer hands. Namaste. Um, I, I texted a friend of ours and, and, uh, they sent me the prayer hands emoji and I said, by any chance are you doing that because you've been listening to the podcast? And they said, no, I would, I'm behind on the podcast. I said, no problem. Just coincidence. <laughs> wah, wah. Wah, wah. Oh, uh, also more friend update. This is a, a person that I already knew, but they listened to the podcast, a, a fellow by the name of Ethan who is a good friend of one of my good friends out here. We've hung out a few times. He actually commented on the Instagram that he would be my bike friend. So we've been chatting. He's going to be finishing school up in a week or two. Look at you. I'm getting together a crew. Oh, best friend ride later with Josh and his new bike friends. Come on, you, 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 you couldn't go with bike friend simulator? Nope. Didn't think of that. You dingus. So I think that was a resounding success. Excellent. You did it. Yeah, you officially got more phone numbers than I did. Okay. Now, I don't... The only new friends that I have made... Oh, is it time for my update? Yes. Okay. The only new friends that I have made were improv friends. Okay. Now, and I've only hung out with them after class. Never okay. really... Never really, like, outside of that. Although I did see one of my classmates perform tonight, but I just gave him a high five afterwards. He was really good. Did you talk to him, or was it your... Was your interaction strictly just a high five? I said you <laughs> High five, gotta go. I said you were really funny. I only caught half of it. High five. And then he said thanks. I said bye. <laughs> so Bye. Bye. So what happened? Let's have a postmortem here. So what happened was I had to go to record this. But I have hung out with other improv folks. You know, after class, chatted it up and talked to, uh, talked about starting an improv group of our own. Oh, shit. Look at me. One day, I'm going to be famous. One day, you're going to be the new Paula Tompkins. If I can achieve that by staying in Philadelphia and only ever doing cheap improv, then I am in. I think that sounds like a, a ticket to stardom. Otherwise, I don't want nothing to do with it. If only I would have done this uh, 20 years ago. Yeah, if only, right? If only we had started this podcast 20 years ago. Dude, we'd be groundbreaking. It'd be us and Adam Curry. That's a little <laughs> inside podcast history. Wait, who's Adam factoid. Curry? Oh, don't you wish you knew. Adam Curry was an MTV VJ in the 80s and 90s. And he was kind of one of the first people that was that had like a web presence and a podcast, I think. Okay. Trailblazer. Not one of the first people that had a website, but like he had like a big music <laughs> website early on. He had the first website, Yahoo. 
No, but I think he had like a I think he had like a really early podcast and it's probably terrible. Yeah, it was still probably better than this podcast. Uh yeah. So <laughs> anyway, nothing's better. Uh yeah, so anyway, uh, you know, I got some stuff going on. I don't have actually anybody's phone number in my phone, but I do have about 15 more Facebook friends than I did six months ago. So oh, that's a plus. Shit. When the trend for the past couple years had been uh, just deleting people constantly. Mercilessly. Mercilessly. So this is exciting. Look at us. In our 40s and making new friends. Who'd have thought? Do you, do, you, do you have a name at least? For my improv group? Give me a name for one of these new friends. One of these new friends. Uh, Pete and I are doing the bulk of the uh, chatting about who we would want to who we would want to have in our group because i i um i give him rides home frequently okay can, can you get matt gorley for your group so he is a professional that lives in los angeles he's good i don't know him i like his improv stylings yeah he also has been doing improv for like 20 years and i've been doing improv for like 20 weeks okay 24 weeks Hey, man, reach for the stars. 20 weeks. I'm reaching. Keep one foot in the gutter and one fist in the gold. Good job, Ricky Rackman. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, this Sunday is my level three improv graduation show. Ooh, is the that- The end of the line. The end? So you get the black belt. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So where do you yeah, go from here? the black here? belt. Up. You start your own straight, improv group. St- I start my own improv company. I, Okay. New segment. Okay. Let's name your improv group right now. Okay. All right. I got, go. I got one for you. You're going to love it. Mixed nuts. Isn't it, isn't it assaulted nuts? What? That was a, that was a, I think that was a, what did you do? Why are you making that stink face? It smells like a skunk in my house. Oh, it's cause, it's cause you're in it. You stink monster. Okay. Here's another one. I got wet crackers. Wet, what? <laughs> Why is that funny? Think about it. I want okay. I want one more to finish it out. Old Bush. <laughs> what the fuck's that? Why is that funny? You're laughing at it, right? Because you're an absurd person. Look, man, you don't have to question think, everything. Just let it ride. I think I think you're drunk or high. Go with the flow. No, I'm really tired because I haven't been sleeping well. Because of hiccups. Because you got the hiccups all goddamn night long. I had to take Jamie to the airport late last night. Where the hell did she go? She's down in Texas, gallivanting around with that dad of Must hers. Must be nice. Must be nice. Hi, Bob. I hope you don't listen to this podcast. Oh, how many times has he heard you say penis or or balls or 69? Oh, well, if he's listened to every episode, and I thank him if he has, uh, that would be a lot, Dennis. What is the chance that he's listening to every episode and making notes? Dear Jamie, I have compiled a list of reasons why you should leave that man of yours. One, he said balls 74 times on 40 episodes of his podcast. Two, I have graphed his usage of vulgarity. (laughs) Can we put this all in like an old, with an old timey filter? Yeah. I was kind of thinking, (laughs) bringing back the the Ken Burns Civil War music. (laughs) My dearest Jamie, I have taken the opportunity to listen to your friend's podcast. <laughs> to your bed partner's podcast. 
with whom you have been living in sin. Which is a subject for another letter. <laughs> as soon as I can afford more parchment from the store. Uh, okay, so what, next episode, episode 41, we hope that you will send us your stories of making new friends because as a listener, you had a job to do and you better get it done. You're supposed to make new friends too, so we want to hear about it. Don't let us down, listeners. But... If it's anything like our giveaway, we might not hear much. <laughs> we have a giveaway. It's going on on Instagram. We're going to give away a field guide to extraterrestrials, a book that Josh found an extra copy of that he loves. Um, we just wanted you to send us in some of your ideas for episodes. And the only thing we got were, I mean, thankfully, uh, but were from people we knew. We were hoping to get it from well, strangers, but it's okay. We'll give it time. We'll give you. We'll give you some time. Not that those people would be out of the running for this prize, but we were kind of hoping to give it to somebody that we couldn't just hand it off to. Which um, we talked about this early on the podcast, Josh. This again is not our first rodeo. You and I had a radio show when we were in college, and what this whole giveaway reminds me of is a cart that we had where um, it was Henry Rollins saying the name of the radio station, so we could use it as a little top of the hour identification. Right. And he says, uh, "This is Henry Rollins. You're listening to WLFR." And then he, there's like a some noise, and Henry Rollins goes, "No, you keep it." And it it turns out that uh, the person was trying to give Henry Rollins a WLFR frisbee because <laughs> somebody else at the station had been there longer and they knew the story <laughs> of the cart. And he would not accept a frisbee, and that's how I feel like this giveaway is going. Here, take this book. Nah, it's okay. All right. Nah, I'm good. You hang on to it. Uh, no, it's okay. I don't need a frisbee. I don't need a book. It was like I was at a. a- a heavy metal festival a few years back and some guy oh, came uh, up and tried to give me his demo and I was like, I- I'm good, man. And he gave me the finger and walked away. <laughs> good on him. I mean, I, I, str- I didn't even have a CD player and didn't have any like real way to, to carry the CD other than just walk around with it all day. Some uh, stranger tried to give me a fist bump today and I just kind of waved it off. <laughs> now you should have taken... Now, Dennis, you should have taken that opportunity. No. I-, I says, uh, uh, no, thank you. Maybe you would have had a like a, a a bit of a better friend update if you had done that. Didn't I tell you about what's been going on? No. Uh, how I'm slowly becoming a germaphobe as I get older? No, I didn't know about this. Yeah. So I got a wonky eye, and uh, it's uh, I had a surgery in it, and I basically have a hole in my eye. Literally. A hole in my eye. And it's susceptible to infection. And so one year, like two years ago, I got pink eye like three times. And that sucks. So now I try to avoid touching people and things. That's fair. And I wash my hands a lot and uh, I try to stop sticking my finger in my eye, which I think is probably just good advice for everybody. Yeah. You know, my cat lo- has pink eye. Ew. You know what the worst is? I use a lot of hand sanitizer. Okay. And then I sometimes forget and I stick my fingers in my mouth. Oh, buddy. Uh, like I'll be eating something. I'll be like, oh, that was tasty. And I'll lick it off, and then I forget that I had hand sanitizer all over my goddamn hands. That's gross. I'm kind of a monster. A little bit, a little bit. You're not a monster. You're a beautiful human being, and I love you, goddammit. Thank you. What was that? I was trying to do the elephant, man. Oh, okay. But I, I didn't really sell it. I didn't really get into it all that much. 
Yeah, that was a little lackluster. You've done you better. You've always been a good friend to me, Josh. Okay, well, let's not mock a, a man who lived in tragedy. Uh, I don't know what the elephant man sounds like. I am quoting the movie. I mean, he probably sounded like that. I don't. I don't think anybody really knew. I mean, probably the people that knew him knew, but I don't. I don't know. You think? You think William Hurt knew? Probably. Maybe Michael Jackson knew. What? He just bought his bones. He didn't buy his. He didn't know him in real life. What do you think he did with his bones? Uh, probably bury them. Have a seance. Ooh, do you think he cut uh, a bone out of a little kid's arm and then put the elephant man's arm in there? Ooh, Satan's, like bone. Satan's bone. Yo, by the way, come see Satan's bone over at uh, McGillicuddy's Bar and Grill <laughs> Sunday, four p.m. You'll be rocking it, uh, Josh. Dennis. Now, I know, and I know that we said that we was done. We was all done with the satanic panic. But but you can't because you go. Not saying. Let me go. You go. When you got a good thing going, you know. I was going to say because we are investigative reporters. Okay. You can't you found some information after our last recording. Yeah. I, that I cracked this case wide open. We couldn't go without telling this to the people's. So what I discovered is a a document from the Chicago Police Department, 1989. Perhaps I should uh, ask my new friend about this. You think because he's from Chicago, he knows about a lot a lot about police documents yes. from the city? Uh, what this is is a PDF of a photocopied handout called "Identification, Investigation, and Understanding of Ritualistic Criminal Activity," dated February 4th, 1989, and it is a breakdown of Satan, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Getting involved with that Satan. Always getting involved with that Satan. And it is fantastic. I meant to print this out so I had a hard copy in front of me, just because I feel like that would be a cool thing to have laying around the house. Just in case Don stops over, he can, he'll know what you're really all about. Yeah. You know, Den, I, I think of the, the, Den, uh-oh. Uh. Nope. Wow. Oh, shit. Wow. Wowie, wow. A Freudian slip, mm. as it were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, why would I do Tigger laugh? Because you're losing your mind. I'm really tired, dude. It's almost nine o'clock, and it's still bright as hell out there. Yeah, it's how we do here. When does it get dark? Uh, probably like nine thirty. That's crazy pants. Yeah, dog. All the way up near that Arctic Circle. Uh, so anyway, you know, Don, I would say of the four stages of satanic activity, I'm probably third level. You know, self-styled. I don't like that you're using our podcast to practice what you're going to say to Don. <laughs> Perhaps we can we can collaborate and reach the fourth level together and become dabbler, experimentalist. No, no, no. I think it goes in the opposite direction. Yeah. Because primary is number one. So, yeah, we have here a, a four stages of satanic activity, but the numbering doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, right? Right. One primary, two secondary, three third level self-styled, four fourth level dabbler experimentalist. Like it would go backwards, right? Yeah, I would assume a primary is like a, a what would they say, like, like a, a person in, in the Church of Satan like or something? Like a, a third level improvisationist okay josh may i read the characteristics of teens that are involved in ritualistic criminal activity Ooh, hit me with this all right first youth subculture okay teen what does that mean two experimentalist okay okay three <laughs> three fantasy role play all right okay uh <laughs> i'm very confused by four 
it says male slash female. So if your teen is either male or female, you got to watch out. They could be involved in ritualistic activity. Also intelligent. Okay. And underachiever. Oh, I'm doing pretty well on this list so far. Middle, upper class family. Okay. Lower class, not allowed to be satanic. Get out of here, you poor people. They don't want you. Creative. Okay. Curiosity beyond norm. That kid's asking too many goddamn questions. Uh. No. <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna read it like it says. Not property counseled after death of loved one. Obviously, it's supposed to be properly <laughs> counseled. Uh, fundamentalist religious family. Okay. Low self-esteem. All right. Uh, difficulty relating to peers. Bored. Alienated from family and religion. Uh, use of rituals. Rebellion against society. Loner. No close associates. And my favorite, skinhead slash punkers. <laughs> now, Dennis... I would say, of this list, all but two applied to me when I was a teenager. Can you guess the two? You were never bored. Untrue. Uh, you were not from a fundamentalist religious family. Ding, 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 ding. And you were, you were property counseled after death of a loved one. I was. I don't remember you having a death of a loved yeah, one. Yeah, no, that in, one doesn't count. I was thinking years. later in life. No. Oh, you were not from a middle upper class family. That's true. Yeah, maybe there's more than two. Also, I wasn't a loner. No, not really. You were into experimentally experimentally though. I yeah, man. I was I was a real experimentalist back then. Like that time I was wearing uh, my my gym shirt and it had dog pee all over it. <laughs> Classy. <laughs> Wait, what was the one that uh you were gonna say was you? Wait, what? You said uh, you said there were like two, but did you say which one that was? I said I, I'm not a loner, and yeah, I right, right. am not from a fundamentalist religious family. I don't think you were alienated from your family. Yeah, I was. Okay. I was... I don't know. It doesn't matter. Silly. This is a silly list. That, that explains fucking 50% of teenagers. Dennis, what can be involvement? What, what can be involvement? <laughs> How is Babby formed? <laughs> what can be involvement is B on this list. Uh, what the fuck does that mean? I guess we're just what's involved in in satanic ritual stuff. Uh, suicide, drugs, murder is number three. <laughs> number four is physical sexual abuse. Number five is criminal damage to property. Murder was number three. Number six is rituals. Number seven is burglary. And number eight is animal mutilation. Like, who writes these lists? They have no idea of what's important. Anyway. C. Warning signs of possible involvement. Withdrawn from family and religion. Bitter hatred toward family. I hate I'm you, sorry, Mom. Josh, I'm, I'm reading all these for you. No, please do. Abrupt change in religious beliefs. Hey, Mom. You know how this morning I believed in God? Well, I don't think God exists anymore. Dropping grades in school. Lack of humor. Hurting That's self in ritualistic manner. Now, right, right there, that number five, the lack of humor thing. Clearly, they've never heard Satan stand up. <laughs> I mean, Satan loves to laugh. All right. So what leads to involvement into Satan, Josh? Satan? Yep. You've got curiosity peaks interest within groups. So you shouldn't be curious about anything. 
And number two, lured into free sex and or drug parties. Nice. Now, where were these free sex do, and drug uh, parties when we were in high school? Can, do you think that they mean... What do you, Okay, I'm going to read that sentence in a couple different ways. You tell me what you think they mean, that means. Lured into free sex and lured into drug parties. Or do they mean lured into free sex parties and drug parties? Well, I, I mean, I think it means you break it down here. You got free sex and drugs, or you've just got a free sex party or a free drug party. Like it doesn't cost any money to get into the sex party or the sex party. Everybody's going to be having a lot of sex with each other. I'm going to I'm going to guess both. So this is how I know that we've never been into Satan because we were never invited to any of those parties as teenagers. Yeah. And we were some hardcore straight edgers at the time. Fucking a dog. All right, E, heavy metal. <laughs> Who is writing this? These are. This isn't a child. It's supposed to be a fucking professional police officer. The, this is what it says. <laughs> yeah, it was. It heavy was officer Billy. It's supposed. To, it says heavy metal dash themes influence. Themes influence. Officer Little Billy is writing this. Guys. We gotta get out there. There's a lot of themes and influence. My uncle said Satan lives in that house and that he has uh, free sex parties and that he he pees in pe- in ladies' uh, belly buttons. <laughs> okay. Uh, aggressive behavior is a the theme of heavy metal. Abuse of drugs or alcohol. Graphic violence. Graphic and explicit sex. Mm. Sadistic. Machioistic. <laughs> Machioistic violence. So we're talking talking songs about killing Ralph Macchio, (laughs) punching Ralph Macchio, just kicking him right in the the agates. And suicide. But I wanted to rush through that. That's not important. That's bullshit. I wanted to get to symptoms of increased involvement because this is the greatest Here's where it gets really good. Okay, you want to read a couple? Yeah. So number one, we've got a padlock on a bedroom door. Satan. Number two, writings revealing problems, <laughs> which makes no sense. That sentence doesn't make sense. Uh, that also, writing is has an apostrophe at the end there. Writings revealing problems. A. So they're trying to say that they writing that that kids that are into Satan are writing this stuff on their walls. A is Natus lived, which is Satan devil backwards. Because you know how kids are always real Satan worshippers are writing Satan devil all the time. Uh, I did write Natas on a lot of things when I was in like middle sure. school. And it also says Wasp, which in parentheses says we are Satan's people. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Uh, number three, we've got suicide in writings with another apostrophe S and thinkings. <laughs> like... Nobody even speaks this way. <laughs> Officer Little Billy does. They've been having suicide in writings and thinkings. My big right, brother, pictures- I, I looked at his notebook and he he <laughs> wrote about suicide and writings and thinkings. Uh, we got pictures depicting hanging and mutilation. Cool. Books including Man's Myth and Magic, which I doubt, is that really the name it's of that book? Man, Man's, man, M-A-N-S? Man, Myth and Magic, I believe. Yeah, so it says Man's Myth and Magic. The Book of Ceremonial Magic and Witchcraft, and Satanic Bible, Satanic Rituals. Which are two separate books. <laughs> so dumb. 
All right, what else we got, Josh? We got your we got your tarot cards. We got your candles. We got your ceremonial lot knives, but there's there's something else, a little a little addition here, a little little, little clarification. It says a letter opener will suffice. So by the, by their calculations, my grandfather was a Satan worshiper. I had a sick Bush Gardens letter opener that was like a little sword. He braggart. Had I known, I could have been summoning Satan and going to free sex parties with that. Uh, <sighs> my life would have been so we miss, different. We miss so many free sex parties. I would have a goatee and more earrings right now. Uh, you also got some oils on here. Love those. Skull bones. Nice. Black walls, an altar. Now look, parents, if your kid's got an altar in their room, I think you have a little more to worry about than Satan worship. Now this next one is very serious. And if you see your kids doing this one, you need to call, you need to get on the phone with any demon hunters you can. This ain't even a, this ain't even a joke, dog. Folks, we're talking about use of alphabets. Right? Like A, B... D. Don't don't even say D. D is for devil. Natas lived. <laughs> we are Satan's people. Prayer hands. Prayer hands. Prayer hands. Prayer hands. Also, number fourteen is the uh, Book of Shadows. Blair Witch Two. Which they, <laughs> which they describe not as Blair Witch Two, as a diary of blank pages, spiral notebook, composition book, black cover. May use computer with access codes. Now, look, we are not, we're not skipping any words in these sentences. <laughs> we're giving you the sentence as it's typed on this document with the Book of Shadows, which I think they're just describing as a diary. Yes. Uh, that they can use computer with access codes that they have written down in here. And you know what happens, Josh. I don't have to explain to you and I don't have to explain to our intelligent listeners what happens when you use access codes to get into a computer josh what happens you can access the files of satan correct before adam curry satan was the biggest computer user and you know it, it was so easy to hack those passcodes because it was always 666 duh all right number 15 drawings increased volume indicates obsession utilizing symbols alphabet intricate detailed now what if the increased volume of drawings on your composition book are drawings of the Red Hot Chili Pepper symbol? Then we would have been down with Satan hardcore when we were like dude, 14 or 15. Dude, I love me some Satan. And number 16 is constant negative expression. Which is definitely a sign that your teenager is involved in Satan activities. Yeah, if you notice that your teenager... Look, this is a little Best Friend Simulator... Um, um, serious take. If you notice that your teenager is being negative, definitely take them to a ex ex or exorcist. Now they break it down a little bit here. Caution: Do not destroy or take items. Seek professional evaluation. Don't confront and identify treatment plan. Great, just great advice. Great advice. And then they give you some resource groups. Oh, this is just. This is, uh, if I may, Josh, uh, this is, uh, 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 just, uh, just a delicious taste this, of the times. This is very choice. We got your, your PMRC on here, the oh. Paris Music Resource Center. Yes, definitely. We've got one of my favorites, Bad, Bothered Against Dungeons and Dragons. I think we should send them an email, uh, I mean, a, a regular mail. 
I think so. Yeah, you, you got the Cult Awareness Network. Uh, believe the children. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know what that is. We probably should look that up. And then who? And who else do we have here? J- Josh, I'm gonna let you explain this last one to the to the audience. Last but not least, we have former satanic priest turned funny man, Mister Mike Wernke. Not only is his name on here, but his motherfucking home address. <laughs> Wowie! Wow! 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 He's got a big set of stones on him, huh? He's Im- Oof, he's inviting the Satan worshippers to come get him. Unbelievable! Do you think that he thought this would come out on the internet twenty, thirty years later? Yeah, he definitely struck me as a guy who was like, you know, the internet's going to be big one day. And also, why do you walk in a parkway and park in a walkway? Waka waka. Then we've got you know your your symbols to watch out for. You got some Satan symbols. You got the the horn hands. You got a swastika, anarchy sign. Uh, by the way, I guess I guess when you originally sent me this, I didn't realize it was twenty pages. Yeah, it's, long. it's a bit long. So yeah, so real quick, yeah. So you said swastika, anarchy. Um, I believe that's they said this was satanic, but I think that's another religion symbol: the moon and the star. Yeah. Uh, isn't that like an Islamic symbol? I think so. Also, this is the, a hexagram, but isn't that also just the star of David? It absolutely is. Okay, the upside down cross, of course. Oh my god, my favorite, my favorite symbol of Satan. We're talking the peace sign, the cross of Nero. The cro- I've never heard it called the cross of Nero. I heard it on during the eighties during some like weird satanic panic religious thing I was watching on TV. The description says this symbol represented peace in the early 60s, but now among the heavy metal and occult groups signifies the cross of Nero. It shows an upside down cross with the cross member broken downward. The defeat of Christianity. Cool. Nice. The Ankh, the cross of confusion. Uh, That's the the blue oyster cult symbol. Oh, there you go. Dude, they're fucking insane. You know it, dude. Uh, Now... down a ways, we get into some really serious satanic symbols. Like the sex ritual symbol. I was going to say, the. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of this one. It's pretty, it, it's relegated to, to the more arcane tomes. Uh, have you guys heard of the triangle? Oh, no, not the triangle. <laughs> Yo, do you think those fucking things in the paper that say, guess how many triangles are in this picture are just trying to figure out who's like the best candidate for us? Uh, uh, Satan worshippers? Yeah. Cults? Satan worshipping cults? They should be saying, guess how many demons appear in these conjuration rituals? Mm. So. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can I just, can we just, can we just read one more thing off of this? Yeah. I just wanted to. S- Last thing. Oh, mm-hmm. good. I just wanted to point out that there are uh, trail markers listed because, you know, cultists are definitely big hikers. Is that oh that that really meant like just trail markers? Yeah, so that the, the right. cultists can get out to the the site where they're going to conduct the ritual. And Josh, let's not forget the body markings of somebody that is into Satan. Okay, like the Black Panthers. It says Black Panthers. So basically, my stepfather is into Satan. Goat heads, upside down cross, Black Widow spider, skull and crossbones, pentagram, Baphomet, coiled snake, knife dripping blood. Nima, Natas, <laughs> just the word Satan, or maybe a picture of Satan, uh, Black Rose, Ankh, Swastika, Red Rum, slash Murder, Evil, slash Live, uh, a sexually perverse scene, and don't forget, Josh, 
the most evil tattoo that you could have on your body that we know that tattoo artists will not normally tattoo this on you. Yeah, they, they'll they'll turn you right down if you ask for this. They will. Uh, the most evil tattoo is a clock with hands. Uh, I, I can't even. Uh, I shudder to think uh, of it, Dennis. Uh, it gives me the heebie jeebies just thinking about it. All those saint worshippers getting three o'clock or four thirty tattooed on their body. Now the thing that I like is that uh, the next page has a little bit of a tattoo flash, if you will. Oh shit! Which that's a fucking yo, that's a fucking evil looking scorpion dog. (laughs) I I kind of want the uh, the goat man that has a that holding the banner that says. Need, nerd. Can I just get your? Can I just get that tattoo with your name on that banner? Oh my god, let's do it. Oh shit, that is so. It's like he's he's has a, like a mouth open, but with like no teeth, so it's just like uh, under signs and symbols. You get into some cool stuff. You know, you got an upside down cross, pentagram, Baphomet, goat's head, number of the beast. Oh my god, number six is great. The demon that guards the gates of hell. It's the uh, Led Zeppelin 4 logo. The like, Zoso looking thing. And you got, now Now these next two are near and dear to me. You got Eddie, the Iron Maiden mascot. And you got Murray, Devil. the Ronnie James Dio mascot. I didn't know that was the thing. Yeah, it's the dude busting up out of the water in Holy Diver. Oh, that's Murray? Yeah. A weird name to give that thing. I like the serpent that they drew here. I'm also I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed that they didn't try to draw Eddie or Murray here. Yeah, they didn't try. Also, any dagger or sword, uh, anarchy symbol, human skull tattoo, chalice, satanic S, and it says SS. Yeah, <sighs> that's uh, not a satanic S. The next dog. one, it filth hounds of Hades. It says which. To the best of my knowledge, it's just the name of a tank record. I don't know if that's, but it's just, that's a real thing or not. But it's just the letters HRT. Yeah, which doesn't... There's not even an R in that statement. This, this shit's weird. So, that is our, <laughs> our review of the 1989 document, Identification, Investigation, and, and Understanding of Ritualistic Criminal Activity. That's even a terrible name for a document. Yo. Legit. Last page, though. The drawings of the upside down crosses. Legit. It's, it's pretty good. I'm going to get one of these tattooed on me. They are dope. They These could have been... Moment of moment of reverence to de, to Detective Robert Samandi from the Chicago Police <laughs> Department. Prayer hands. AKA Thank you. Officer Little Billy. He diligently drew these shitty upside down crosses planted in the ground with his tongue sticking out of his mouth the whole time. this one good (sighs) so Dennis I'm mad again about the satanic panic because while 30 years later this shit is hilarious people were like using this as a way to give teenagers hard times like that fucking drug counselor Boyle was was his fucking name was he the drug counselor well yeah he thought you were on drugs because you played role playing games Yeah, and really you were just a freaky deaky weirdo I know I was just Look, I was just trying to find the free sex party. I 100% was not trying to find the free sex party when I was in high school. Oh my god. That shit was terrifying. 
That shit was terrifying. F- terrifying after high school. <laughs> anyway, that was funny for now, but upsetting back then to people that had to deal with that shit. Yeah. Now I, I kind of feel like it's a manual on the way I should live my life. Like it, not as lived. Some yeah, dude. Satan devil. Wasp. We are Satan's people. And swastika. Well, it, not that part. Uh, 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 Let that part stay back in the 80s. Yeah. Luckily, it hasn't come back forward in time. In full force. No. Yeah. <sighs> Life is good. Uh, All right. Anyway. I am going to use my letter opener to cast a spell to destroy Donald Trump. And I am going to get a tattoo of... A hand giving a de- uh, a a hail Satan sign. That'd be a cool tattoo for real. What if I just got the love? Isn't that love? Isn't love? No. no, you're you're doing What's the this? the NWO too sweet from WCW in the nineties. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> Do you hear that? What's that? Must be Satan. All that build up for that. That was hold on. That's can I do that again? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think of anything to actually come after that. So, I, I, I couldn't tell. <laughs> hold on, let me try that again. No, I can't think of anything. <laughs> Josh. Dennis. Do you hear that? No. I think by reading that document, we opened up a portal to hell. Oh, God. And I don't think we're going to have uh, Skype access in that portal. So I think that might be all the time we have for this call, Dennis. I will. No. See you in hell, my friend. See you in hell, my friend. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Best Friend Simulator. Send us an email at joshanddennis at gmail.com. That's Dennis with one N. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best Friend Simulator. And thanks to Alan for the theme music. Listen to his podcast, Werewolf Ambulance, and Marveling at Marvel's Marvels. Also, thanks to Justin for the artwork. See more of his stuff at burntobuild.com. That's all the time we have for this outro. Bye. Bye.